We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. All right, John, here are your headlines. Is the real one A, a man wearing a thong under as underwear as a protective mask assaults a guy who made fun of him? Is it B, woman caught stealing sequins says she needed them for jockstraps she was turning into face masks? Or C, man wearing nothing but hefty bags seen licking lampposts and swearing at the children about social distancing? So I was driving, so I turned on the radio to call, so I really wasn't listening, but I'm going to go with B. B, eh? Mm, no, it wasn't the sequence in the jock straps. Darn it. Anyway, it was the uh, thong underwear as a protective face mask. Yeah, I didn't know thong underwear was meant to cover things up, so I'm not exactly sure why he thought it would be effective for this, but... <laughs> A 47-year-old guy in Battle Creek, Michigan, decided to use a thong to make himself a face mask on Monday night. A 57-year-old friend of his saw him and made fun of the mask. Because that's what (laughs) friends do. Right. We make fun of each other. these are sensitive times. These are sensitive times. I guess so. And so the guy hit his friend in the head and Mm -hmm. kicked him in the ribs. Oops. So there's a warrant out for him now on assault charges, and unfortunately, we do not have any pictures of him in his thong mask. That is unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, we are going to get a concert today from Penelope, and I love it. Are those maracas? Yes. It is a full-blown orchestra in here today. I don't know what happened yesterday. Oh, I love maracas. So yesterday, we were watching the Bubble Guppies and um, they all started playing <laughs> instruments. So she immediately ran to the toy room and got this little shopping cart and put all of her instruments into it. And I don't know. So she's been. Well, we are losing Fritch. Uh, oh, we're losing Fritch. That's yeah. a problem. You hearing that too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She's totally breaking up. Yeah. Uh oh. Well, we're hearing Penelope I'll try to okay fix back now. now. You're back now. Yeah, Maybe Penelope, we're getting life. loud and clear. Fritch, on the other hand. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you are. Per usual. Hello? Are you still there? Oh, yeah. man. Okay. Is this Sorry. thing on? Anyways, the full-blown <laughs> concert is happening, but I think she's going now to maybe get some food. Oh, good. She's learning, she's got- though, how this radio thing works. She's like, well, if I'm going to go in there, I better bring in the most loud, noisy things. <laughs> Props. I love it. That's funny. Oh, it's a whole band. We have the symbols. Oh, those nice. are symbols. The xylophone. Xylophone. Perfect. 
Wow. Ooh, that sounds good. Nice. That's, That's a good a one. Drum. Maracas. What is that? Like the drum it. sounded like the beginning of Pina Colada song. <laughs> And then the magic tambourine, which isn't that great. You got it all. Improvement. I'm I'm my own Brady Bunch, you guys. I like it. Yes, I like pina colada. (laughs) Getting caught in the rain. If you like pina colada. That's perfect. That's like the best. <laughs> that's the best personal ad, don't you think? I like it. You know, voted the worst people in music. Those I two. <laughs> <laughs> they deserve each other, right? That's right. <laughs> All right. We'll- other holidays aren't as fun, man. Easter. Meh. You know? I don't even think anyone knows when Easter is. You know what I mean? Mom's like, come back for Easter. Like, when the hell is Easter? <laughs> like, the only thing that makes me realize that Easter comes along is that the Cadbury cream egg rears its ugly head yet again. <laughs> like, I don't know if you like guys like those, but they had a Cadbury cream egg eating competition. Yeah. The winner, the guy that took the belt, he ate, like, it was amazing. He got through, like, half of one. Those things are disgusting. <laughs> That's the worst thing you can have in your mouth besides, like, a hobo's thumb. It's so gross. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Like, I don't know how that got pitched. There have to be, like, candy executives that pitch candy. Imagining when it came out, they're like, you know, Mad Men style in, like, a boardroom drinking scotch. And the guy's like, Chad's got the idea. What do you got for Easter, Chad? Chocolate egg. There's something inside it. Boom. Right? And they're like, all right, awesome, Chad. What's inside it? Chocolate? More chocolate? No. Butterscotch? No. It's a sugary yolk. Yeah. It's like a, like a sweet, raw egg yolk. It's like an undeveloped chicken fetus inside an egg. And we all eat eggs the same way. We bite them in half like a plum, and it bursts all over your mouth. You're fired, Chad! Chad Cadbury? It's uh, Matt Bronger with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. It's 7.30, and we're looking at a mix of sun and clouds today. Going to be gusty, not like last night, but definitely windy. You'll feel it. Good chance of showers, too, late this evening. High 54. It is 49 here at Cincinnati's Q102. Are you drinking on the clock while working from home? Also, would you call the (laughs) cops on someone 
was violating the stay-at-home order. It is Thursday, the 9th of April of 2020. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is. Some of the day's news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, Dr. Anthony Fauci is saying that the White House Coronavirus Task Force is considering giving the green light to a select group of people to go back to work. People who've been exposed to the virus without showing symptoms. Now, the plan could take effect at the end of the month when the White House's 30-day social distancing guidelines are over. Nothing is so does certain. that mean they know for sure that someone who has already had it once can't get it again? I would imagine. You know that blood that? test we were talking about that is able yeah. to detect the if you have the antibodies to it, which would right. which would show that maybe you had it and didn't know you had it, but are now immune not to it. Get it again, right? Nothing is certain yet, but it's a possible step toward some return to normal life. Fauci also says that even once the pandemic is over, we really should consider ending the custom of shaking hands and coming up with a a different greeting for people. Because that means, and if you can't shake hands, that means no hugging either. I guess. I mean, he was pressed think. on it this morning. You know, Savannah Guthrie had him on the Today Show this morning, and he said, "Look, I'm not naive. Like, I'm I'm not saying that I think people are actually going to follow this advice." But he said, as a society, we really should consider forgetting about shaking hands because we just we don't need to. And now that we know that, you know, even in this modern era of medicine and technology, this can still be a thing. We have to adapt. We have to change the way we live our day to day to prevent these types of things from happening again. So I don't know what the answer to that is. If we if we do the the bow or you know the namaste or what, but the hey how you doing nod. The hey how you doing? I like the nod. I'm good with the nod. I can do the nod. I can do a bow. I don't like not hugging though. That kind of I don't know. Like I can't wait to see you guys and give you a hug, and I'm not going to be able to probably. You know what I mean? You're just going to need to be. You're just going to need to discriminate more. You can't be hugging strangers. <laughs> and- Air hug. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of with Jen on that. Like you know, you can have an inner circle of people. I would think that either you trust or you know that you know and well, that way or maybe when you get sick. Yeah, you know exactly who to blame. I mean, we literally spend hours a day feet apart from each other on yeah on a normal basis this and is not weird even like six feet apart it's like two feet <laughs> yeah Jen i mean and Tim, maybe one foot yeah yeah we have a, a barrier of crystals that are set up in between <laughs> ourselves between me and jen yeah There's a lot of power there certainly Meanwhile, almost one-third of people who rent apartments in the U.S. did not pay their rent last week. And while many places have temporary bans on evictions, some landlords are still filing eviction papers and planning to evict people once they are allowed. So it's it's coming. Um, and when you look at hotel rooms, listen to the occupancy rate right now. 21.6%. Wow. What is the average? I mean, do are most hotels on most nights 70-80% or at least 50? It's it's usually over 80. It's uh wow. so this is a 68 and a half percent drop from the same week last year. 
And Oahu, Hawaii has the lowest occupancy rate right now, only 7%. If you're one of the 7%, though, you are getting the treatment, aren't you? Yeah, I would (laughs) hope so. Assuming there's a staff. Right. You may be waiting a while on that room service. Um, (laughs) You know, and here was an interesting factoid. It's showing that marijuana use in the U.S. has obviously reached an all-time high last month, but at the same time, they're also warning people who consume marijuana that it could uh, depress your immune system, especially if you inhale it. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, a man in Dubai was asking if it would be possible for him to get a permit to move between his two different wives' houses. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, they're family, you know, they're my wives. Right. I, I, I can't, you know, see one and not the other. So uh, could I possibly get special permission? That request is pending. We'll keep you updated on the answer. That is funny. I never thought about stuff like that. How do you handle that situation? Yeah, because if they say no, which one do you choose and how much trouble are you in with the other one? I think that's where you just lean towards seniority, no? I don't know. What if you like know. the other one better? Do you just abandon ship and say, I'm going to go for it? Oh, man, the drama. Oh, Because oh, you yeah. know he has to have a favorite. I mean, yeah, maybe watched, sure. If totally. you've watched any of those polygamy shows from Utah that are on A&E, oh, man, the drama between the wives. Yeah. Do they usually have a favorite, though? And is it obvious? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I think it depends. Like, do you remember that show? What was that show, Jeff? Big had? Love. Big Love. Yes. So I think each of them, like, has a role. Like, you know, Tuesday nights, are you're going to go with Sharon, but Wednesdays are solid with Kate, and you can't be mm-hmm. cross-exam, you know, you can't be going and, back and forth. And the new one is really virginy, so, you know, maybe she gets an extra day. Yeah. No, but that was yeah. fascinating, though. She's, I watched, pure. I didn't watch the whole series, but I watched a good portion of it. Bill Paxton was a star, and and he had, let's see, I'm trying to think. He had, he, there was like his original wife, like his first wife that he had a bunch of kids with. And then there was the second wife who was a little more like uptight and kind of stoic and a little more prim and proper. And then the third wife was like this younger one who just had all this energy and just a completely different personality, you know, very much like Fritch. <laughs> You're like Fritch's young wife, you know, Jeff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't remember if he got a fourth wife or not, but like the uh, the main wife is probably a bad word for it, but the the original wife, like the first wife, was kind of the keeper of the schedule in terms of like which house he would sleep in and spend his time. Yeah. And the wives all they saw each other every day. They worked together every day, but they all lived in different houses in like the same cul-de-sac and the same. Uh, suburban and what did he Salt do for City. a living to support all these houses? He owned like a local Home Depot. Yeah. Okay. So it was like Home Depot. It was like the size and scale of a like Home a Depot. Store. But not. This is a scripted show you're talking this about. This is a scripted right? show yeah, yeah, on yeah. HBO. <laughs> it was on years ago. And it yeah. was incredibly educational and eye opening. <laughs> Jeff yeah. was fascinated by it. Jeff, In fact, it kind of made sense. <laughs> it made sense, didn't it, Jeff? Because I can remember, you would get so enthusiastic about this. He's, you know, he does this and he does this and then he goes here and these women, it's just, I get it. Like, it, it, it just seemed like the most bizarre thing to me until I started watching this show and I'm like, wow, <laughs> I completely get how this works for some people. <laughs> I mean, this guy is exhausted. I don't know that it would work for me, but. 
Mm-hmm. You know, these wives all have very distinct personalities. They're all very different. Yeah. And he I mean, relates to them in different it. ways. I mean, if you think about it, pick like the the four or five, your four or five absolute favorite people on the planet. And you look at all of their different qualities. <laughs> Three of them right, right. Is waving at me right now. Hey. Immediately, I know I'm involved. Go. <laughs> But if you handpick, handpick your three or four favorite qualities in each of those people, right? Yes. And try to create a human that has all of those. Oh, and you, you just you can't to find live with, them. you can't. Right. So why not pick three or four people that each have, you but know, some things that, that you love? It's about breeding new members of the faith. Is that what it world. is about? Yeah. Oh, is That's that the ultimate what a lot goal? Of it's about. Yeah, but do they get mad when they mix up the schedule? Like, are you allowed to see the Tuesday night chick on Saturday? Or is that, like, against the rules? It's got to be approved. You know, there are certain special circumstances, but they try to stick to the schedule. And I'll tell you what, when one infringes upon the other schedule, like, that's when things get nasty. Like, that system is fragile. You know, it works until it does Is there paperwork involved for all of these schedule changes? Yeah, if there's paperwork, you know, I, I would... I would be if there's a time card or anything involved. I, you know, that would knock me out of this. The paperwork system. is the paper schedule that's on the refrigerator. <laughs> on the yeah. refrigerator, it matches Everybody the fun. denim jumper you wear by requirement. <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting how there would occasionally, like, there would be an episode where he was feeling a little more connected or bonded to one of his other wives, but he couldn't be with her on this particular night because it was the other wives. It, it was the other wife's night. And I mean, it was, it's fine and it's worked, but it's interesting seeing him. It's kind of like your kids. You know, I've heard parents say, I don't have a favorite, mm-hmm. but I do have kids who it's just cyclical, you know, like where I relate to them or I, I'm better connected with one kid over another kid through time. Yeah. And and that changes. And that's kind of how it was in this. Show. Well, uh, yeah, I was going to say triangle, but it that wouldn't be right because there's three wives. So it's it's a. It's a quadrilateral. It really is. <laughs> That's the new math term I'm learning learning today. Yeah. So it was interesting, and, and I thought the characters were engaging. And, you know, Bill Paxton, God rest his soul, he's since passed away. But I thought that was a good show. It made me a little more, not um, sympathetic, but understanding of people who have chosen that life for themselves. It educated you. Yeah, Jeff, you'll have to check out Escaping Polygamy. That's on A&E and Sister Wives, which I don't oh, remember yeah. what channel that's on anymore. But those are real reality shows Families. that are currently being filmed in their interesting. That Escaping Polygamy gets very Woo! serious, though. It is yeah. heavy at times. Like you are mm-hmm. invested and you feel. The is that where they're like marrying kids and stuff like underage women? and Sometimes, yes, but this is yes, about how some under. of them have escaped, and then they'll go back to get and others rescue out. other ones. Yeah, and wow. they have cam- cameras on the ca- on these compounds yeah. so they can monitor who's coming in and out. And if it's an unidentified truck, they send out their cops and their security, their security guys, and other trucks with guns, and they scare them off. It's, it's serious. It's crazy. So that's the kind of situation that Bill Paxton's main character came from. But like, uh. this is not that. They're living in, you know, typical suburbia. They're just living their lives like normal people, other than the fact that they don't share that they're actually married. Everybody thinks that they're neighbors. Although some people kind of suspect. They're like, oh, those people are, they seem awfully yeah. close. 
They sure do spend a lot of time together for neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's always leaving that house at 7 a.m. on a Saturday morning doing the work. He's so handy. What a nice nice guy going over there to fix the plumbing in the middle of the night. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, people are now mad at couple spreaders. You know what a couple spreader is, don't you? Couple spreader? Yeah, couples who walk on the sidewalk holding hands, which doesn't leave room for other people to pass by or... In this case, get enough distance from them as they pass in this world of uh, social distancing. Mm. So people are saying, you know, if you're walking outside, if you're going for a walk with a couple, uh, show some respect to the people that, you know, need to get around you. Share the sidewalk. Don't hog the sidewalk by being a couple spreader. We've been doing a lot of walking. I would say that 90% of everyone has been super cool, very friendly, courteous. Hey, I'll cross the street. Hey, I'll you know maybe walk over here while you walk over there. But there is the other 10% that I've noticed are uh, have an attitude issue with other people being out walking around them. And, th- and then I go, well, why did you choose to walk on madison road in oakley like there's people everywhere like why did you choose that if you're going to be pissy about who's walking past you yeah you pick the yeah. busiest part of town yeah walk around in your yard if that's how you're going to be sorry hmm. off my podium jacob will walk around the house <laughs> to get steps in if that you're going to roll the dice and walk yesterday. around in a populated area you got to put a smile on okay you can't be pissy about it but yesterday ahead, we were walking through our small neighborhood, Penelope and I, she was in the stroller and I was just pushing her and there were people doing yard work in their yard and we were just walking. We don't have sidewalks cause it's just a neighborhood. So we were just walking close to the yard because of cars and stuff like that. And these two people were doing yard work and I'm approaching and the why and the woman turns and was like, <sighs> and walks up to the porch instead of, and I'm like, why are you? <laughs> pissed at me for walking down the street because she didn't she wanted to distance from me uh-huh. so she got huffy and walked up to the porch and then after we passed <laughs> she came back and went to the curb and fixed her flower box but i was like yeah what can yeah. you do though right i mean i'm just trying to entertain the masses you know what i mean with the kids and all that stuff it's yeah. like lady just you take a breather <laughs> everyone breathe Everyone needs to breathe. So if you saw someone out right now breaking the stay-at-home rules and not social distancing, what would you do? Would you move on? Would you confront them? Would you call the cops? I would say, look at these idiots. That's the reason why we're quarantined for so long. People like that. Yeah, I would just quietly judge them. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) I would actually tell Scott about it and then you guys. Yeah. Because 30% of people say they would actually confront them. And 11% would go so far as to call the cops. But 38% say they would do nothing and the rest aren't sure. Yeah, I mean, I just think, uh, from what I've seen, I haven't seen anybody with blatant disregard of what's going on. I haven't experienced that. I've just experienced a lot of people just not getting used to doing it. You know, they catch themselves standing two feet away from me. And then I was walking out of a door yesterday and this woman creeped up right behind me and was like grabbing the door while I was still opening it. And I just know she was oblivious, just yeah. going about her day and not even realizing that she was right on top of me. So I was talking to my buddy. Go ahead. He, oh, sorry, Jeff. 
he was in line and you know you're standing on your exes six ten feet away from each other to pay for his stuff and <laughs> someone just cut in front of him because they didn't realize he was in line that far back oh, wow. oh yeah. you know what I mean? yeah. Like, yeah 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 so that's why it's hard for us to sometimes resist the inclination to crawl up on someone's butt because heaven forbid someone cuts in front of us i was here first yeah uh so yeah. i had something happen to me at the post office the other day i was shipping a package and I got called up and I went up to the desk and she's weighing it and she's measuring it. And we're going through the whole thing. And, um, an elderly gentleman with severe body odor came up behind me and was standing like right up behind me. And I kind of froze because it was clear he was oblivious. I don't think he was doing it intentionally. Uh, there was, there was a need that needed to be met. And before I had a chance to react, uh, the lady who was taking care of me said, sir, you need to step back. Do you not see the signs everywhere? Step back. Social distancing. You are too close to this gentleman. I was like, whoa. And uh, She'd been seeing that all day, apparently. Uh, yeah, Evidently. And uh, he was like, yeah, but my, my package. And she's like, step back. Don't worry about your package. I've got your package. You need to step back. And, wow. And he, he did. He eventually stepped back. Now, you know, keep in mind, he... Didn't seem like he was a hundred percent there, but right. uh, evidently he had turned a package and he was at another window. They'd accepted his package and then they walked it back and put it on a shelf that he felt anybody could just take and walk off with. So he was concerned mm-hmm. about it, but was having difficulty was expressing guarding. that. Right. And uh, that's all he was saying was because the package was closest to us. He was trying to make her aware of it. And uh, she later said to me, she's like, I'm sorry I reacted that way. But she said, you know, this is important. Like, with, we've been told to make sure we keep everybody separate. And yeah, you know, he was like right up on you. Didn't you see him? I'm like, I did. But, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. I got my mask on. Got my gloves on. We're all doing the best we can. Yep. And Delta Airlines is going to stop booking middle seats. For the sake of social distancing through the end of May, for the few flights that are actually still going. I was going to say, I mean, that should be a pretty easy thing to do. How many people are actually, how full are the planes these days? Or or have they canceled so many flights that, and combined so many that they're sending two full flights instead of ten half-empty ones? According to Delta, since their planes are not all that filled up right now, since there are so few people flying, there's no reason to jam people into those middle seats. So there's that. And, oh, speaking of social distancing, New Jersey is going to start using drones to blast a message of people who aren't social distancing, telling them to go home. That's one that cops are using in Daytona Beach, Florida. Wow. So, yeah, they're that would be it. creepy to be uh, the person out there walking and have that drone start talking to you. <laughs> yes. That's like oh, something out of one of those, what, dystopian movies? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right, I'm in big trouble. I was supposed to get Jacob up at 730. I'm going to run up and grab him. I'll be right back, okay? Okay, you come we'll back. <laughs> 750, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. we got a mix of sun and clouds today, gusty throughout, and a good chance of showers late this evening. We'll see you higher on 54. Right now it's 48. I know the answer to this question from Jen, because she's not drinking right now, right? We're all pretty sure. 
Did she, she just quit drinking altogether? Well, when she went on her uh, different diet, I don't think she she just she wasn't a big drinker, anyways. Um, because I well, I and she when just, she does, yeah, it's no, it's off the rails. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think when she started her new nutrition regimen, I don't think that she was doing any kind of a, like alcohol or any of that stuff. So. Yeah. I don't even know the last time she's even had a drink unless she's been secretly drinking and not telling us. Well, the reason I ask is because I guess a lot of people are now drinking on the clock while working from home. And they ask people. Thought about it. Have you? This show was from noon until four. I mean, don't you think we'd all be like, cheers? (laughs) Absolutely. I do too. Yeah. I mean, ideally, three to seven would be the perfect, you know, I mean, that was my shift for years before I ever did mornings. I was I was the afternoon guy at every station I worked for, three to seven. Now, we weren't allowed to necessarily drink, although that may have occasionally went on. But, I mean, happy hour. Come on, man. It's five o'clock. Yeah. Quitting time. You know, we do that quitting time thing at five o'clock every Friday. <laughs> yeah, where you would, like, rah, rah, ring the bell and all that stuff. Exactly. And so they ask people if they've done any drinking on the clock since they started working from home during the pandemic. And all around the country, the answer is yes. And the survey even broke it down state by state. They found that people in Hawaii are doing the most drinking on the clock right now. 67% of people have done it. And it's happening the least in Arkansas, where only 8% of people there say they've done it. Mm. We did. That's Tim where and I, did I had most, a beer. Yeah, we on had a opening beer on day. Opening day. You know what I found is I have not been doing very much drinking at all, even though I know I've said it a few times on here, like oh, I'm gonna get drunk today, and I ne- I haven't. I because I think in uh, normalcy I would go out with friends and sit on the deck or go out for Mexican food and have a margarita. But at home, it's just you know me and Chris. We had a beer on the porch the other day, and that was about it. But not during business hours, technically. No. Yeah. So, was it during his business hour, technically? Uh, that's a great area. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does he have set hours that he has to be on standby in front of the computer and waiting? Um, I don't think so. It's just kind of there's some gen- flexibility in and out as needed, something like that. Yeah, Jen, you're not drinking right now, right? Did you just give no. up alcohol altogether? I just, you know, I. It's not that I gave up alcohol. I'll drink it sometimes. I'm just not a big drinker. And I think I drank so much in my 20s. You sure did. That (laughs) it just takes me too long to recover anymore. It just hurts too much the next day. That's why you just got to keep drinking, Jen. That's how you get into that. And I also don't, I'm not really great at drinking a lot of water with uh, the alcohol. uh, So I can wake up in the middle of the night with a racing heart after having a drink or two, and that's not fun either. Oh, that doesn't sound so. fun at all. Well, and I was even just, drinking lots of water doesn't necessarily prevent that. Yeah. Well, I was telling these guys they they asked people if they'd done any drinking on the clock since they started working home from working from home during the pandemic, and all around the country, the answer is yes. Uh, the highest percentage of people who are drinking on the job while working from home are folks in Hawaii. The lowest percentage is Arkansas. here in Ohio, 26% in Indiana and Kentucky. Oh, wow. So we're not seeing as much of a spike here, but man, Hawaii, 67%. You're living in Hawaii. I mean, I know you're working, but come on. (laughs) 
Yeah. All right. We're gonna... I wonder if that's like the time change, you know, like are people in Hawaii contacting people back in the States and since the States are on happy hour, they feel like, hey, we might as well get to it. Yeah. They're like, I know it's only 10 o'clock in the morning here, but, you know, it's five o'clock somewhere in the U.S. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.